0: It's one o'clock, I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines, Chief Executive Carrie Lam offers no new concessions to anti-government protesters. Crisis Centre has reportedly been set up in Shenzhen to handle the Hong Kong unrest, with the position of Liaison Office Head Wang Ji-min under threat. And tycoon Li Ka-shing hands out cash to hawkers and SMEs to help them to survive the unrest. Chief Executive Carrie Lam has offered no new concessions to anti-government protesters while acknowledging the widespread dissatisfaction with her government that was reflected in Sunday's district council elections. Pro-democracy parties gained control of 17 of the 18 district councils. Speaking before the weekly executive council meeting, Mrs Lam promised to reflect and improve.
1: We were aware of the large number of voters coming out to cast a vote, perhaps not only to select a preferred candidate to sit on the district council, but also to express a view on many issues in society, including, uh, I would um, readily accept that, including deficiencies in governments, including unhappiness with the um, time taken to deal with the current unstable environment.
0: Mrs. Lam has ruled out ending the siege at Polytechnic University, saying it's a police enforcement action. But she said officers would give priority to the medical needs of people who are willing to leave the campus in Hung Hom. She said the police would only take down their personal information, but not immediately arrest them. She also said she hoped a Polytechnic University team would be able to convince those still hold up at the institution to leave. A former government advisor says he expects authorities will make concessions to protesters. Lao Tsu-Kai, a vice president of Beijing's top think tank on Hong Kong, says the concessions may not be enough to end the unrest, but he expects the violence will die down. But Professor Lao says endless political conflicts in the coming years will cause Hong Kong's economy to suffer. When we are talking about the other uh, last election, the chief executive
1: election, and then the conflict between United States and China, and then the unmet demands of the opposition, and the initiative by Beijing to protect national security, etc. All these are new factors and old factors together, which would make political conflict in Hong Kong difficult to
0: end, at least in the next several years. And in the process, the Hong Kong economy will suffer uh, seriously because of all these endless political conflicts. The new district councillor for Central and Western, Jordan Pang, says it's not enough for the chief executive, Carrie Lam, to just listen humbly to people's views. The 21-year-old politics and public administration student at the University of Hong Kong and seated pro-establishment legislature and executive councillor, Horace Cheung. Mr Pang urged Mrs Lam to act on the demands of protesters. Many people do not agree the tactics that the protesters used, but as a youngster, I'm one of the youngster's I will understand their motives and I will not reject their demands and I will give my support to them. After all, I think the government is the one who has to be responsible for these problems and the forces or the violence used by the protesters and police. So I think just listen to those five demands and just sort. Meanwhile, veteran Pan-Democrat James Toh has said he's not worried about the lack of experience of many first-time district councillors, some of whom may not have any work experience at all. He said the most important thing was that they are willing to serve. He also said there were many experienced district councillors who would help them. But Mr Toh said district council work may become more political
1: over the next four years. I am quite optimistic that the so-called first-time councillor will be able to manage their work. Uh, why? Because it's very simple. There are still a lot of uh, more experienced counselors. But I would say overall more political issues uh, will be discussed and voiced out and trying to concentrate in order to put uh, more, more pressure to the government to react to certain political demands.
0: Pro-establishment lawmaker Paul Chair says he hopes the result of Sunday's elections will be a cure to stop or lower the degree of violence seen in the past few months of protests. Pan-Democrats won by a landslide. Mr Chair was one of only four pro-establishment lawmakers to retain his seat. He says the outcome is a serious warning to the government to listen to the people. He says apart from a reshuffling of government ministers, swift prosecution of arrested protesters is a priority.
2: So far, all the arrested people, they were released again on very low bail, and then they go to the streets again, causing further violence, becoming more hardened. Now, these are the consequences we have to avoid repeating again. And one thing to do that is to process the prosecutions, if there be sufficient cogent evidence, quickly, swiftly, let justice be served and seen. In that sense, they will restore some kind of respect for the law and order they haven't seen for the last six months.
0: Well, the University says a group of around 50 people comprising staff, councillors, social workers and medics is conducting a floor-by-floor search for any protesters hiding out on campus. The university has been under police lockdown for nine days after fierce clashes with protesters. In a statement, the university said hygiene on campus was even worse than yesterday and they hope to complete the search later today. The schools Vice President Alex Y, said they would persuade any protesters they found to leave. He said Police agree protests wouldn't face immediate arrest. The central government has reportedly set up a crisis centre in Shenzhen to handle the Hong Kong unrest and is considering replacing Wang Jimin, the head of Beijing's liaison office here. Priscilla Ung has details.
1: Reuters news agency quoted two people it said were familiar with the matters. The report said the liaison office had been criticized for misjudging the SAR situation by mingling with the rich and mainland elites and isolating itself from the people. The report said the crisis center in Shenzhen is located at the secluded Bohemia Villa, a property owned by the Hong Kong liaison office. It said top mainland officials had been meeting there to issue instructions aimed at defusing the crisis and summoning top Hong Kong officials for meetings.
0: Licensed hawkers will be eligible for a $5,000 grant from the foundation of Tycoon Lee Ka-shing. The foundation has begun receiving applications today as part of Mr. Lee's $1 billion plan to help small and medium-sized businesses survive the unrest. In its latest phase, the in its latest phase, it will distribute $100 million to help hawkers and companies in the travel industry with fewer than 50 people. An eligible company can get as much as $50,000, while hawkers can get 5000 each. A group of NGOs, including Amnesty National, has called on the United, Sta- United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights, Michelle Batchelor, to publicly denounce the Hong Kong government and condemn what it says is the unnecessary and disproportionate use of force by police towards protesters. 22 NGOs were angered by a statement from her office last Tuesday which expressed concern over what it said was increasing violence by groups of young people with deep-seated grievances. The statement also said police should be held accountable over allegations of excessive force. The AFP news agency says Australian police will open a formal investigation to claims by a self-styled Chinese spy who defected to Australia – Wang Li-chang has told Australian media he knows the identities of senior Chinese military intelligence officers in Hong Kong and that he took part in covert influence operations here as well as in Taiwan and Australia. Mr Wang is reportedly living in Sydney with his wife and infant son on a tourist visa. China says he's an unemployed fraudster and fugitive. A court in Washington has ruled that former White House counsel Don McGahn must comply with a congressional subpoena related to investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 US elections. That probe is now complete, but the ruling could provide a legal basis for White House officials to testify before the impeachment inquiry. Here's the BBC's David Willis. The White House had argued that current and former senior officials had
2: immunity and therefore could not be compelled to testify before Congress. But a federal judge in Washington, D.C. has decided otherwise. Former White House counsel Don McGahn gave lengthy evidence to the special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation into allegations of collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia. And Democrats had wanted to question him about the possibility of obstruction of justice on the president's part before the current impeachment inquiry into Mr. Trump's dealings with Ukraine got underway.
0: U.S. Army Special Forces dog injured during the raid that killed Islamic State leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi has met President Trump at an impromptu ceremony at the White House. Conan was presented with a medal and plaque by Mr. Trump in the Rose Garden. Mr. Trump called the Canine Commando incredible and held him as the ultimate fighter.
2: Conan was very badly hurt, as you know, and they thought... Uh, maybe uh, was not going to recover. Recovered actually very quickly, and has since gone on very important raids.
0: Business news and shares of mainland e-commerce giant Alibaba have started trading on Hong Kong's Hong Kong Stock Exchange. Its share price hit 188 dollars in opening trade, up from its listing price of 176 dollars. It's the biggest IPO in the S E R since 2010. Alibaba, which is already listed in the United States, raised almost $100 billion with its sanctuary listing in Hong Kong. Its chairman, Daniel Zhang, said it was an important milestone for the company to go home, as he put it. Chief executive of Hong Kong Exchanges and Clearing, Charles Lee, agreed and said he was grateful Alibaba chose the city's bourse despite the ongoing protests. I'm very thankful that Alibaba, after five years of travelling afar, finally came home. I'm also grateful that they choose to come Despite the difficulties, despite the challenges that we are going through here in Hong Kong, and I'm very confident that many other companies similarly situated has been travelling afar, ultimately welcome home. London's Transport Authority has refused to grant a new licence to the online taxi firm Uber, saying it's identified a pattern of failures that put passengers' safety at risk. Transport for London said it found 14,000 trips when unauthorised drivers were able to pick up unsuspecting passengers. It's given Uber a temporary licence for 21 days. The ride-hailing app firm is calling the decision extraordinary and says it'll appeal immediately. Uber says it will soon be introducing facial identification for its 45,000 drivers in London. Short time ago, the Hang Seng index was at 26,975, 17 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $47 billion. Currencies the US dollar is trading at 108.99 yen, the euro stands at 1 US dollar and 10 cents, and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 9 cents.
1: Sport now and here's Adam Churn. Let's start in the NFL where the Baltimore Ravens dismantled the LA Rams on Monday Night Football after a sensational performance from Lamar Jackson. The quarterback matched a career high with five touchdown passes and ran for 95 yards as the Ravens won 45-6. Willie Sneed and Marquise Brown each had two TD receptions. The Ravens have won seven games in a row to improve their record to 9 and 2. Next to football in the English Premier League, where Aston Villa have gone three points clear of the relegation zone thanks to a 2 0 win over Newcastle. The goals came in a span of four first half minutes at Villa Park.
2: Touch is made and the free kick is killed in, and it's a brilliantly worked goal. And Conor Horahan with his left foot inside the near post. Dubravka barely moves. That's a lovely ball to the back post. And it's 2-0. The flag stays down. It's another brilliant set piece. El Ghazi with it. And Aston Villa are running riot here.
1: The game marked the return of Steve Bruce to Villa Park, a year after he had cabbage thrown at him by angry fans while he was manager there. The former Villa striker Chris Sutton says it's a shame that Newcastle's players weren't able to step up for him.
0: Well, I think Steve Bruce he'll feel humiliated the way his team performed tonight i mean he, he would have been quite entitled to chuck cabbages at his own team at half time they responded a little bit in the second half having said that villa really deserved their victory classy
2: goal from conor and the first one brilliant delivery from a free kick for the second goal el ghazi poking it into the roof of the net but villa needed the three points they got the three points and dean smith got the performance to match
1: Manchester City will be without their striker Sergio Aguero when they host Chateau Donetsk in the group stage of the Champions League tonight. Aguero, who suffered a thigh injury in Saturday's Premier League win over Chelsea, will be out of action for a few weeks and will likely miss the Manchester Derby on December the 7th. Here's the City boss, Pep Guardiola.
2: Is the tougher spirits are coming now, you know, in November, December, January, February. So a lot of games and we'd rather have everyone. But uh, do, my advice to the players or myself, put myself, so don't think too much and see which players we have, what you have to do. To have a, enough quality there and uh, the mentality, I think maybe it's going to give us an, uh, an extra and maybe it's help us.
1: Meanwhile, Jose Mourinho is preparing for his first home game in charge of Tottenham when they host Olympiacos in the Champions League. Spurs can qualify for the knockout stages with a game to spare if they win tonight. And that's your look at sports.
0: And to end the news, the top stories once again. Chief Executive Carrie Lam offers no new concessions to anti-government protesters. Crisis Centre has reportedly been set up in Shenzhen to handle the Hong Kong unrest with the position of Liaison Office Head Wang Ji-min under threat. And tycoon Li Ka-shing hands out cash to hawkers and SMEs to help them survive the unrest. The news from RTHK.
2: me to follow And if that's, that's what hold you at your mag, or clothes show shut you down before we go, go backwards, act up. And whether we high or low, we're going to get back up like the Dow Jones and NASDAQ. Aztecs. Sort of like a dog and the ass crack. Come on. I tip on alligators and little rattlesnakes, but I'm another player. Welcome to The 123
1: Show. I'm Sadia Usmani. Thanks to Phil for The Morning Root.